see. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Apologies for the slight delay. Literally anything podcast, podcast for the people. We are in the house. You are in the house with us. We appreciate you. My main man left with me, a.k.a. the Drunk Yard Dog. Yeah, my man got his, got his, his, his cool sip over there. And Absolutely. we're all here. Uh, Brotherhood will be joining us momentarily. Uh, once again, I apologize for my lateness. Today, my daughter turned 14. So we were celebrating a birthday with a baby girl for her dinner. So I was there with them. I cut out just a few minutes early to make sure that I made it here to do this. And she she gave me her blessing. So I didn't disappoint her in that flow. Thank you, everybody who was waiting on this. Jones sent me a, a my, my main man, my, my, my shorty, Miss Jones, my former work wife. She sent me a message saying, ahem, like, get it together. Like, she, she she's a very timely person. Some happy birthdays for baby girls. She'll be happy to see that. I'll make sure I show them to her. But either way, though, what's good, y'all? What's good? Talk to me. We here. Yo, what's good? Oh, yeah. shit. The Ron is on. What's up, The oh, Ron? Well, yeah, you know, The Ron is, is, is definitely a consistent dude. He's here a, a lot, even if we don't always give him the shout out. But yeah, thanks oh, thanks yeah. for being here, good brother. Uh, yeah. Many thanks to all of you for my uh, for, for the uh, birthday wishes for my daughter. Like I said, 14. Oh, man. that's yeah, uh, we, we getting old, bro. We getting old. Yeah. No, I, I'll, I'll say it like this, right? I'm definitely feeling older today. Like, yeah, it, that's just, that's a, you know, I, I I remember holding my baby girl, like, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember that. And now she's got, like, you know, hobbies and interests and, yeah, man, you know, all that good stuff, man. So I wanted to grow and do all those things. But at the same time, I feel a little dated when I see it. But it is what it is. Yeah, and it's like it's Throwback Thursday, man. I was, I was, you know, I was, I was in my bag. I'm looking through the um, the archives, my photo archives, and I was finding all sorts of gems and joints I sent you earlier. I'm like, oh, man, man, back when I was rather slim and trim. <laughs> I mean, I time's going past. Hey, 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 you know what? So we got some, uh, we got some, some, some shit talking in the, um, in the comments. Let's see. Uh, Gigi said, You've been old, <laughs> not getting, have already ascended to and past old. That's because you was a young whippersnapper when I met you, so don't sit up here and try to make it seem like did you break out whippersnapper? Yeah, because she called me old. Did you like, really she said, break out whippersnapper? She said, I've That's crazy. Been old. I've been old, so I'm not like, mad at it though. You was yeah, a whippersnapper, you yeah. was a whippersnapper fresh out of college or whatever, you know what I mean? Like. When you met me, so I was already older. I was seasoned then. <laughs> seasoned. I like seasons. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, Karen said, "We just getting fine over here." See, Karen's in our age range, so Listen, she ain't gonna hit us with the old joke. She gonna, she gonna fight for us. She gonna punch for us on that side of things. So you know. And if I might say so myself, for a man who will be forty three next month, I don't look my age. So I'm elected. Forty three, man. Yeah, let them them old jokes go right on over my head. Hey man, know? they ain't nothing but jokes anyway, man. It's all good fun. Jokes and you're only jokes as young, you as young as you feel, and if you feel young, f it all, man. You're in uh, good shape. 
Nah, I feel oh, old. I got man. knees. I got problems. <laughs> Stay, you say you got shit going. <laughs> All right. Uh, without further ado, we get the proceedings proceeding this evening. Um. So, all right. So last week, I started, I jumped right out the gate and tried to get into the goofy shit. And niggas was like, no, we got important shit to talk about and proceeded to joke for 12 minutes. So <laughs> I'm going to leave it on you. Where should we start today, left? And keep in mind that that are the third the third member of our fast break is not quite with us yet. But t- tell me where you where you like to start. I'll, I'll let you tell us where we go today. At least in the beginning. Well, I did. I mean, I saw some serious business um, situation that happened yesterday out in San Jose, California. Right. Um, okay. I, I kind of had that on my radar too. So we can go there. We can start there. Yeah. And and for me, like I, I look at it, and um, being that I work in the transportation industry, it's like wow, you know, because he worked for the um, the Valley Transportation Authority out there in San Jose, and mm-hmm. um, from from the reports that are coming from his ex girlfriend and his ex wife, he's always had issues at work. And, mm-hmm. you know, the video footage show him like from from his uh, neighbor's yard It show him getting in his truck, throwing that duffel bag in his truck and, you know, storming off to work. And the way he threw a like opening the door and throwing the bag in like he he was like, man, it's he was today, a, he, he, he had made his today, mind up. He had today, definitely made today, his mind up on top of on top of that. He set his house on fire like because, nigga, I'm not coming back. Just, you know, just a mindset that he was going out and it's unfortunate because nine people, you know, nine people met their demise. And um, for me, like that, like that's it. You know, if you want to kill like you want to kill yourself, nigga, kill yourself. Exactly. Leave everybody else out of it. Now, I don't know if, (laughs) if these like. You know, because they still investigating the situation. So I don't know if these were specific targets. You know, right. we don't know. You know, it might have been a situation where you got people that always talk shit about him, was like, nigga, you crazy and this, that, and the third. And, and he, he just there, felt the way was and like, was like, all right, right yeah, I'm going to so, see y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I see, like, so nobody knows if that's what the situation is. Um, But to, like, I know how it is with my job. And you know, we deal with um, we deal with the public every single day. We deal with all sorts of issues that it seems like some of these supervisors act like they don't understand when they did the same job we did before right. they became the supervisors. And they want you to do things that are beyond what your job title entails. And it's not possible. Right. And then to be able, you know, be in a situation where people, you know, they want to write you up. They it, it, it's a lot. Right. So and well, no stone sort of situation. Yeah. So at no point am I sympathizing with this man who decided that this was the route to go out. But I like there's certain points about it that I understand. And what I'm saying is stop fucking with these people at work. Go to work. Do your job. Go to fuck home. Man, do your Talk. job. Go Talk. the fuck home. Like, Talk. stop fucking with people. If people not cool with you, 
Like if, if you start to realize that this person don't, you know, don't bang with you. Look, my bad, my man. Look, it is what it is. I don't want no problems with you. We're going to come in here. We're going to do this job and we're going to go home. And that's all it is. If you don't I mean, fuck with me, it's cool. You ain't got to fuck with me, but I'm not going to fuck with you. And, and that's what it should be because we're adults. But yeah. like, see, and in, 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 in that profession, I can't really speak because, you know, that's 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 your expertise. But what I can tell you is that in being in education, which you one thing you would think you wouldn't have to worry about is like that juvenile behavior amongst adults. But realistically, that's not true at all. Mm-hmm. It's so clicky and really like weird. In certain places, now everywhere I've worked has not been like this. Um, quite a few of my, my my former co-workers from Douglas, one of my if 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 not my favorite, one of definitely one of my favorite places to have ever worked. Uh we we didn't have that. We took care of each other, we 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 didn't let the bullshit because we understood in the end we were all in there at the same level trying to do the same job. We might have had our issues with admin, but it was what it was. I've had other jobs the same way. Uh, Global, another place I went where it was just it was it was an incredibly good environment amongst the level of people who we were with. Did we have problems with admin? But yes, that's you know, that's what happens sometimes. There's nothing you could do about that. But amongst each other, we were we 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 took good care of each other. Now, I've been in other places and what I won't do is name those places because that's, you know, whatever. But that weird ass toxic culture where if you're not cool with one, two, or three people, then eventually, before it's all said and done, you get ostracized and put in a pocket to where you don't feel comfortable in certain social settings and so on and so forth. And everybody's mental state is not capable of handling that. Some mm-hmm. people is fucked up in the head. So when you start ostracizing them and making them feel, uh, you know, left out purposely and doing that real catty-ass high school, mean girl, goofy shit to adults, they don't deal with it right. Because right. these aren't kids. They're adults. They got access to guns and dumb shit. So if their brain is not built to handle that and you just want to be a like, you know, just be a, a evil ass dickhead, basically, with for, for, for lack of a better word, if that's the way you choose to handle it, then you know the, the consequences come with that. Now, again, none we're in no way condoning what this person did. What we're saying is, is that in these employee like co in these employee relationships or like friendships and social interactions, you got to be aware of the type of person you're dealing with. And you can't just say and do anything to anybody because everybody not capable of handling this shit. Mm-hmm. And that's really the bottom line of that, man. Like, and, and again, uh, like, you know, peace, blessings, prayers, and thoughts go to all, all those families affected by that, including his, cause I'm sure they didn't want this in for their, for their family member. So, Absolutely. you know, it, it's a tragic situation in, in, in every single facet. But it's just no way in the world that that if if it was that. And again, we're making this. I, I don't know a lot of backstory. We heard what the ex-wife said and so on and so forth. And I'm sure we'll get more facts going forward. But this feels like, based on what I've heard, one of those things where maybe there were some warning signs, possibly. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Don't don't know. But this that's just based on the information I have now. Don't want to make the assumption and won't beyond you know that that sentence there. But yeah. I like and and to go back into the, the whole workplace issues like like you know me like dude I, I let like I joke with everybody so for me it's a thing like you understanding how to read the room and a lot of people like you know I don't know if matter of fact I know that everybody don't have the ability to um 
to crack jokes, but at the same time read the room the way that I do. So if I like, if I see that's a skill for sure. If, if I skill. see, all right, yeah, you're not. I'm not even going fuck with you, you know. Um, and if I feel like I offended you, I ain't got no problem with coming to you like yo, my bad, man. Like you know, it's all jokes right. with me or whatever. But it, it seemed like you're not on that type of time, so I will not fuck with you like that. Like I don't got no problem with letting the person know. Look, nah, it's cool, and. If you feel like I'm a punk ass motherfucker for that, I'll be a punk ass motherfucker for that. Hey man, you're an adult. At the end of the day, listen, we 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 grown. I want to go home to my kids. I want to, you know, like I got shit that I enjoy, and this job ain't one of them. Right, (laughs) exactly. And I'm not I'm not risking the shit that I enjoy over this dumb ass couple dollars because I will find somewhere else to get a couple dollars. Like, and that's really just what it boiled down to. Yeah, no, I, I. we we are of, of sound mind and thought process though, and we can't expect everyone else to be the same. And you know, that's just kind of is what it is. And it ain't really too much nobody can do about that. But you know what I mean? I, I uh I'm definitely I'm interested to hear more details about that though. And that that is a, a that's something I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for. Indeed, indeed. Just because now let me uh let me see. What do we want to go into? So I like I, I kind of feel like I'm gonna end up wanting to spin the block on that when Hood when Hood get here, but we may or may not. We'll we'll see where it's at on that. But uh, so I got an interesting uh, discussion I want to have, and just what I'm something I'm curious about. First off, adult grown ass men are haters sometimes. Like 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 I it just I, I'm sorry. Get, just one second. I hate you. I don't even know you, and I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. And as I sip my soda that I'm sure somebody spit in, I just would like to say to all of you, kiss my ass, you rotten Now, we know J. Cole was in the NBA Africa, well, it was in the basketball Africa situation, right? Facts. Now, I don't know the process of how Cole got on this team. I don't know if there was a tryout. I don't know if people just saw the uh, you know, the videos of him getting in some rec runs with NBA players and, and holding his own. I don't know what the what this was bore from. I do not know. What I do know is is that once he got it. A few of the, the rumblings were coming, like, oh, is this okay? And then this week, uh, I forgot the young man's name. I could look it up if I wanted to, but his name isn't important, and I'm not going to give him the shine he was seeking with that. But one of the players from the league basically was like, J. Cole took a good player spot to average a point, <laughs> which was funny. I'm not going to lie. That's really fucking funny because my man definitely averaged 1.5. But Whatever. Uh, I, I admire that man for chasing his dream, or whatever the case was. The uh, the young boy gets on his live and goes, and some other comments that came out like to print and quote, but nobody went on live. My guy went on IG and was like, "Yeah, I'm hating on J Cole in front of everybody." Whatever the case is, a couple days later, Cole uh, has quote unquote fulfilled his contract obligations and is leaving the team for family reasons. Now. How do you feel about that? I'll tell you my opinion, but I want to hear yours first. Um, I feel like part of it is 
Um, I feel like partially the guilt might have got to him over the fact that somebody who's been working for this shit, like really, really getting it in, grinding, you know, on on a daily that really like somebody did somebody did deserve that spot. I don't know. Like like you said, I don't know what he went through in order to earn that spot or whatever, but it's kind of like the Tim Tebow situation right now where you got Mm. somebody because of their name recognition who who was allowed to get that opportunity and it took an opportunity away from somebody else who'd been grinding for it for a while. So I feel like it's a possibility that um, he he felt, you know, like that hit when 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 the guy said what he said, it, it did hit. But at the same time, it's like you averaging a point and a half, dog. Like, um, I but mean, I don't, but did you did you look up his stats? The rest of his stats, like how I many didn't. minutes a game is he playing? I, I honestly didn't look up his stats. I'm just because I'm, I'm going off of the posts. I'm going yeah, off like bro literally mentioned the fact that he was averaging a point and a half in the post. I do not. So here's the thing. I don't care. I don't watch mm-hmm. basketball Africa. I've not tuned into a, a game from this league. Um, it's, it's, it's not going to entertain me enough where I'm going to pay attention enough, whether right. it was J. Cole or, you know, his cousin or whatever the case is. I'm not really concerned about it. My whole thing is, is that, and and Ross kind of alluded to this in, in his post about it, and that like we just gotta stop hating. Like, I get it, mm-hmm. I get it. You you feel like people who work hard or a person who worked hard is unable to, you know what I mean, take a spot, so on and so forth. But at the same time, the fact that J. Cole played in the same league that you played in is giving you a platform to say something, and people actually give a fuck about what you say. Because guess what? If Whatever player you fighting for right now was in that league and you went on IG and talked shit about J. Cole, you would be an anonymous shit-talking dude that nobody cared about. They had 12 views hating on J. Cole because that's a trend and a fad. Like, you wouldn't be a part of anybody's conversation and topic. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I see both sides of it. All right. So it's saying that he had five points, three assists, five rebounds, and 45 minutes of play. But – let me let, like it's 45 minutes, which are right, basically you're playing 15 minutes a game. Right. Um, you gotta look at the flow of the game. You gotta understand, you know, whether there's situations where offensive plays are being ran for you, um, your different sets or whatnot. And think about the fact that all right, this J. Cohen, you're not scoring no buckets on us, and that's right. what these you know, these teams is looking like, man, fuck that, dog. Like, you're not, not coming him. here. Yeah, anybody else on the team could score. He not can't him. score. Like, fuck yeah. it. So, so it's a thing where um, he he would have had to be above and beyond in, in order to, like, it, it's kind of like a situation where you got to say fuck your teammates, in order yeah. to, to in order for him to fulfill what anybody was expecting, he would have had to go out there playing outside of what he was. He mm-hmm. he did with like he's a he's a quality basketball player. He's not a superstar level. He's not like completely trash, but he's probably not good enough, especially at what thirty three, to mm-hmm. be playing professional basketball with this group of people. But again, we're talking about 
basketball Africa of the league. We're having these conversations, and not just us, other places and other outlets where people are getting hundreds of thousands of maybe even millions of views and viewers and, and likes and so on and so forth are having this conversation about a league that otherwise we would not be discussing at all. So the reality is, is that it worked. Mm-hmm. It, no matter how you chop it, like it worked. I'm sure it worked out for the players involved. It worked out for the teams. It worked out for the league because they are generating conversations and, and discussions in places where they simply would not have without this. So if, if, if that's the goal, then yes, I'm good with it. Like I, I can I can live with that as a as a member of the league, or you know, like even as the dude who who the one dude who may have been left off for Jay, I can live with it as him. Because guess what? Now people asking me, use the dude that left off for Jay Cole. Now I'm generating buzz. Now they're gonna mm-hmm. so when I do play, guess what they're gonna be checking for? Me. Yeah. And you better ball. Well, of course, the pressure's on at that point, but yeah. But you ain't got no choice now. Like you gotta, you gotta go out there and act a fucking fool on the court because, like, you can't, you can't go out here and Kwame Brown it up. Right, right. Otherwise, right. you know, you're gonna get some of Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first off, uh-huh. like, quick little uh-huh. sidebar. <clears throat> so last week, Kwame Brown was my spirit animal. Just for a week, I wasn't gonna let him. Like, because, you know, <laughs> shit, shit is always temporary. But, like, he, he's he's keeping the momentum going very well, I must say. I'm not even mm-hmm. mad at the energy he has, he has continued into week two of violence has been chosen. Like, he is on fucking go still, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to Kwame Brown, man. Like, yeah. what the fuck? A couple yeah, weeks ago, I might have been able to get him to come on here with four thousand followers. He up to like a hundred something, probably. I yeah, ain't checked. He, he 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 doing numbers. He yeah. definitely doing numbers right now, yo. But the shit that was funny to me was he had the nice college shirt on. He like and um and Charlemagne, you got the nerve to call yourself the god. <laughs> <laughs> um. He went back to preacher on him with that. Yeah, <laughs> I do not accept your apology, your bitch ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Ooh. No, Kwame ain't out here taking like, no motherfucking not, prisoners, man. Uh, it's not like it's not happening. Like, don't fuck with Kwame right now. He is he is definitely in a good space right now for himself. Um, and I can't be mad at him. Like, dog, like you. You was quiet long enough. You was quiet and, long and enough. A, a grown man only gonna take so much slander on his name in, in any mm-hmm. situation. My name Regardless is my name. Exactly. Uh in, in 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 the words of my main man Marlo, it's just it's not a. you can't play with people's name forever and expect them to be silent. And the reality is, is that those those uh those brothers been killing him for a long time. The Stephen A's and all the all the media people. They've been cooking mm-hmm. Kwame for a long time. He's been a running joke for a long time. And, and you know, everybody is all surprised about the clap bag. But, again, like, this is a, a grown-ass adult man. Like, <laughs> like, how much you think you're going to say on TV about anybody before they be like, all right, let's talk about it. And, like, and, 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 respect, and respect to my man, uh, 
Jack, because Jack told him, I mean, uh, Barnes told him, come to the show. We'll talk it out and rumble. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll talk. Like, you I know, and that was, that was, we talking about yeah. practice? Practice? We talking about practice. You feel me? Hey, yo, listen. Ew. Yo, look at, like, yo, he came in here super light-skinned, dog. Like, he came in here extra light-skinned. He went and got his yeah, skin... He got his skin moisturized. He Look, he got oh, I did, he got I did, fresh. I did my I did my I did my regimen today. Right. He got his skin moisturized. He got the fresh great bags and shit. He like ah, ah, this, this, like, this brother said I did my regimen. Yes. Wait a minute. Oh, hold, up, hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's let's reset it real quick. Literally anything podcast, podcast for the people. We in the building. Three, three, three-headed monster pause if need so. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's so many. The new pause rule scare me. I don't know. Everything's yeah. paused now. You used to be able to say certain shit, and now everybody just the young boys go hold up. Like I know. damn, young and like damn. I didn't even know I said that at that time. But anyway, uh, I say nothing about no clizzies. <laughs> <laughs> the, the team's back in the building. We're here with y'all. We're twenty-five minutes in. A little late once again. Happy 14th to my baby girl. She uh we, we was a little late for dinner. My man furthering himself with education and, and knowledge was, was handling some schoolwork. So that's why he's just getting with us. But we here. Uh we, we gonna get y'all the full the full deuce, you know I mean, and, and, and we gonna we gonna keep it pushing. So, bro, let me tell you what you missed so far. Um we we talking about how much we still fucking with Kwame Brown's unchanged energy this week, like. My my man's still out here choosing violence, so we're here for every second of it. As he should. Yeah, man. He, he absolutely fucking deserves that. Um, we're talking about the African boy hating on J. Cole. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> we Nelson, already- Man- Nelson Mandela breakdancing in his shit over that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a whole bitch? Like that that is you like you know that's the shit that I hate, bro. Like that shit is so corny. Like you like it because for me it's like oh it's a it's a slap in the face to everybody who've been trying to get bro you made it there already so like what you mad for what's that that ain't even your business no more yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I feel you listen like like I was just like I kind of like where Ross went with it like bro like if you could feel that way you could talk the wrong shit folks that way but you ain't gotta be out here. Taking shots at that brother while he trying to do his thing, like that man living the dream. Yes. So, like, imagine, like, but nobody care about Yeezy being the biggest clothing brand in the world right now. Like, imagine Yeezy Yeezy got that gap deal, right? Yeah. When when is his clothes supposed to drop in the gap? Because I'm going around the corner. But you know, I got you know you know you know I keep you know I keep these on me. You feel me? Yeah. Um, I don't work in the tax bracket to for easy. Enjoy, <laughs> gentlemen. I don't know. I don't know what y'all two do for a living. Um, uh, maybe you sell cocaine. I, I don't know. Drugs, um, <laughs> hey, hey, and hey, I do uh, well. Hillary Clinton, not a super predator. I'm not. <laughs> um, you feel me? I uh, nah, yeah. Like, if what if what if what if motherfuckers told uh told told what's his name um. Walt Chamberlain that he could that he couldn't do track and field too, or he couldn't right. lift weights with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, where do we draw the line? Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's definitely not a uh, it's just not a good look. It's not a good look. It's no other way to really like. But it's just it's a really bad look. 
I mean, they let Arnold Schwarzenegger be governor, dog. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, and he didn't do terrible. I mean, they gave him a chance, though. The fact that they even gave him a chance, because, bruh, you know, they wouldn't have never gave us no chance at that. (laughs) That wouldn't have been us. Not, not at that time. Like that couldn't have been like, like they like. Oh man, I was gonna say Terry Crews, but we don't fuck with him. So, uh, <laughs> yo, I would have folded, buddy. I would have folded, buddy. Like, oh, yeah. You don't, you don't want to be the angry black guy at the part. Nah, I'm a fold, buddy. <laughs> I got hey, I got traumas. I'm a fold that nigga. You don't mm-hmm. want to be the angry black guy at the party. Yeah, I'm alright with it. Nigga. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna choose violence. Yeah. With oh, a smile man. on my face. Yeah, man. No, I, I agree. After I, I do agree. it, because I'm not going to yeah. be smiling while you accost me. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yo, and the funny <laughs> thing is, we gave Terry Crews a pass with that. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, cool. Don't, not we, everybody. No, don't they matter tried how to let him punch out of it. They yeah, tried. They did not have it. No, they did let him get out of it, right? And then he just started doing the uh come together guys. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah, like he like you didn't play Damon on next on Friday after next. Like get the fuck out of here. Like you wasn't clapping pigeons in training day. Shut up. Yeah, I was about to say, bro was in training day and he wasn't like playing. Like at least he was playing and in, in, in Friday, like he was joking in that jump. He was dead ass in training mm. day. Like, you sure you coming around here, homie? Yeah. No, you, you, what you looking for, a rookie? Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, and then you no. the same robot boy from White. Like, oh, damn. No, 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 no. On, on uh, the longest yard shit. <laughs> it ain't oh, easy. Yeah. Baby, 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 back bitch. <laughs> baby, back bitch. Yeah. Baby, back, bitch. <laughs> oh man, Jesus! Like, yeah, Terry Crews, wow, bro, he doing yeah. a lot, man. I, I, I that show on BET? He was probably reverend for a little bit. Was he? Gosh. Yeah, he. I'm he sorry, a, I don't, I don't a, believe in BET. You don't know my, I don't oh, believe in BET. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, you're, I don't t- you're tired. You're tired of uh, a baby boy four times a day. Hey, I, I don't. I, I didn't even know Tyler Perry had that many goddamn uh, programs. Like. It's oh, like yeah. it's, it's like BET featuring Tyler Perry. I don't watch that shit, bro. I'm cool. Like I think uh, like, he accepted that because he, he didn't want to get smoked. You know what I mean? When when, when listen, niggas come when niggas come for the, for networks and shit, they was like, oh, we'll let you have that one. Listen, all I'm saying is I you, you can say whatever the fuck you want about Tyler Perry, bro. But I admire the shit out of his grind because his that, his bags wilding. Fuck that I, man. Like I, yeah. no 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 thank you. I won't. Um <laughs> <laughs> You can't act like a bitch that only got Tyler Perry famous. Yeah, no. Hey, um, you know, no, you, know but- you know what's one of the uh one of the dopest job. Like, I think this I think this one thing is hilarious. And I don't know why I just thought of it, but I have to get this off my chest. How come every year MC Light is the voice of the BET Awards? Like, I don't understand where did that come from? Like, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? We would have to watch the BET Awards oh. to understand that. You I know, mean, what, what, I'm gonna tell you, right? I'm full cool, so I watch it. I watch the BET Awards for the ciphers. What I do is I record it and then I fast forward in between yeah. to the ciphers. So that's that's like the last four years. That's how I've watched the BET Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, I haven't watched the regular BET Awards. Oh man, shit! Mm. It's been a while since T Pain. It's, it's, it's been a while. And I don't I even remember. T Pain was the host. T Pain was the host in like oh, it's probably like 2010, 2011. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like somebody. I think it was somebody. Somebody like got arrested or something, and then T Pain was like, "I'll do it." Oh, that was the year <laughs> Ti got arrested. It, I feel like, but uh, Ti oh, wasn't posted shit. though. So like, yeah, yeah, T Pain and invitation was funny as shit to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, all right, I do it. <laughs> I do it. All right, you got to understand. I got family in Gainesville. It ain't that far from Tallahassee. Oh mm. man. But I thought uh, um that's that's what happened when um he he about to go to the BT Awards and shit and that's when he got uh he got oh booked. and then and then uh yeah. tiny tiny took that uh took the Molly and the Coke charge for him mm. yeah he was on his way to the BT Ooh. Awards and shit when he went to go pick up them guns <laughs> yeah oh yeah yo give me give me a uh, thirty seconds yo mm-hmm. yeah we we not gonna let Ti slide with uh with with that uh. Oh, uh, what was the what was the the line the West Canton line? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we not. We, we, we not. in my mansion somewhere in West Canton, <laughs> bro. We not gonna let that slide. You look so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bro, not letting that fucking, go. That is horrible, yo. West Canton. Hey, yo. But yo, he has some uh fucking bangers, man. Like oh, T Pain, T Pain, like uh in the the two thousands era, like from what oh six, oh five, oh six, up to oh ten. Yeah, I see oh ten. <laughs> he had a couple until like maybe like twenty twelve. But he was the face of every fucking thing. Like, yeah, he got some shit, man. Like, I He's remember such a cool dude. That's like. Mm-hmm. Yo, like I um I was watching I was watching the interview and he was talking about Chris Brown. Like he, he was talking about the legendary status of Chris Brown, you know, the king of all light skinned people. And um <laughs> you know, <laughs> the king of light skinned people who choose violence, actually. Um <laughs> so he was saying how um back when they first signed him, he was just seeing like the work ethic and how well he understood the music industry and he was like 17 years old like understanding yeah. how to put songs together and uh, arrange shit and he was like when when they came to talking about his deal like T-Pain got screwed in this first deal yeah and Chris Brown and, didn't and Chris Brown was like nigga I'm on my business y'all going to give me this y'all going to well, give me this y'all going to give me yo there's the yeah. like so Transcending that the Chris Brown conversation, so there's always been that argument about like how 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 Chris Brown knighted as a blood, like he'd be throwing up gang signs with like he from da da da, and people don't people don't understand. So I was watching an interview with my dog, like this my guy. I love Vince Staples. Vince Staples as a person, as a rapper, as a just like talk shit on Twitter. I love Vince Staples. So Vince Staples like kind of touched on it, but he was saying how, and I think this will kind of answer how he knew the like knew the business. As like a 15, 16, 17 year old, um, the the apparently that he had a um a mentor that was already in the industry. That I don't I don't know that they were a singer or anything, but I think it was somebody that had been around the industry a little bit and and they had him out in LA as like a 13, 14 year old. So him being around bloods, that's how he got his stripes as being mm-hmm. a blood. But I'm saying that to say being around people who have been in the industry as a, you know, when he's that young, that's possibly how he gets that. Now I'm not about to get dicked in my first deal. Mm-hmm. Right. 
because that's that's important, man. Like that that uh that knowledge is 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 valuable because the first deal really is it kind of shapes how you go about your your business going forward. It's the same thing like, as, as the NBA as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, but see, that's why the union. At least there's a union there. Right. There are certain right. things they can't fuck you out of. Right. You still that need a true. good agent for you know the loopholes and the other things that may that may or may not exist. But having a union to put certain like can't like absolute fail safes in is a plus. Right. That's definitely a plus. And and that's uh, man, listen. A union ain't a bad thing, man. You gotta pay the motherfuckers a couple of dollars, but Union uh, hey, you're back in some shitty situations. Not all unions now. Not all unions. But in certain cases. Now, see? We ain't even going to put all that on all the... You know what I mean? We don't got to bring them brothers into this, man. It's it's, a... We we don't F with them, but we ain't going to bring them into it. All right. Nearly anything podcast, podcast for the people. Indeed, indeed. I love the reset. Um, so ah man, it's a, it's a few little goofy shit Jones to get to. So I, let me ask y'all how y'all felt about that shit with Brian last week. Y'all know what happened with, with LeBron? What you talking right. about him going out and having a party and going, yeah, going yeah. to drink so, party? My man went to a party right now. I'm I'm gonna shape the I'm gonna shape the story for you real quick. Previous week, um Karis Levert. Indiana Pacers uh, was doing something and made close contact with somebody uh, outside of the protocol and was immediately told he would not be able to play. Um, LeBron James, you know, like I said, a week and a half later or something like that, is at a party with a bunch of celebrities, Drake among them and some other people, just out chilling, maskless and whatever the case may be. Bro gets no... Absolutely no retribution, no nothing there. No, he gets nothing. He gets no you, uh, sort of reprimand. I mean, I'll tell you uh, why. When you remove the other brother from the it was Pacers, right? Right. You remove him from the Pacers. What does that trajectory look like? Uh, if, you remove you know, LeBron whatever. from the Lakers. Now, I, the I don't NBA disagree is rigged. with you. The NBA is I, rigged. I don't disagree right? with you. I don't disagree with you. But I just want to know. Like, cause they had a punch for it. Like, you know, he had had enough time, or that was a a, a controlled event, or something like that. And he Either had way, his mask up. That was the other thing I saw it on CNN. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was whatever. The reality is, they had to shape it to what they needed it to be, right. and that's just what that is. There's no reason for either you gonna do it or you not. You can't. <laughs> like I see him. Either you're gonna do it or you're not. There's no reason for one set of rules to exist for one person and not for the other. All of them are worth money to the bottom line. Yeah. If Carol Levert plays, the Indiana Pacers are better and the games were entertaining, and that's just the bottom line. Whether they was gonna win or lose, regardless, he still should have the same value within that. He doesn't, and I get that too. Yeah. But if if you're going to have a certain image in the public, you got to create a certain level of consistency, and they just don't even fucking try. Yeah. They didn't try. Fuck it. We're going to do this, and you're going to deal with it. And that's what it's going to be. Like, I don't know. What about the uh, the boy that the boy that poured the popcorn on uh, on uh, on what's his name last night? On Westbrook? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. First off, man, why 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 y'all keep messing with this bro? Because <laughs> he's just light skinned enough. <laughs> he's just light skinned enough. But but wait a minute though, bro. Even with that being said, his history is a history of an individual who you should just leave the fuck alone. Because he's <laughs> not going to back down. Right. That's not how he's built. It's not what goes on. Mm-hmm. This is the same dude who dropped 20, 20, 20 in a game and threw up rolling 60s at the basketball game in his uniform in front of millions of people and didn't care. It's just for nip, nigga. <laughs> Whoa, bro. Slow down. Yeah. This dude, he's like, I genuinely love the game of basketball. And he does not always play basketball the right way, but I fucking take a dude like him on my team seven days a fucking week every He's single day. Like, I like Brody is one of my favorite players to watch basketball. He's frustrating as hell. But god damn, he's fun to watch, man. Like, and and because of that shit right there, like I said, man, my man threw a rolling 60s at the end of the game to, to the crowd in Oklahoma. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I need you to really put that in the context of understanding. Like, I ain't saying Oklahoma ain't got some gangster shit going on, but he threw up a West Coast game. <laughs> like, Crenshaw nigga. Gang member. <laughs> Gang, yeah, that shit. Where is Westbrook from? Like, he's from Los Angeles, California. Yes, (laughs) he went to UCLA. He ain't even leave home to go to school. (laughs) The first time he left LA was when he got to Oklahoma City. Like, this you know what's funny? Hood as hell, man. I love that guy, man. The funny shit to me is you look at all like the LA niggas that play ball. Like the Westbrooks, the uh, Demar Derozans, like the LA dudes who play ball, and then you look at Paul George, and like you're kind of soft. I don't think you played those guys. <laughs> Harden's from LA too. Yeah, Harden. Yeah, same dude. thing. Harden. Harden. Then, Harden plays basketball like Floyd Mayweather boxes. Don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, know, Harden, like, oh, man, he's like that dude on the court who, like, can't beat nobody in a race but still drop 40 on you. Like, right, what, like, right. a fresh, like, slowest nigga out here, but will give you buckets for hours. Like, it's amazing, bro. That's my guy. But I used like, to hate him, but I respect him now. That's like a dude like Gilbert Arenas. Right. Talk all the fucking shit in the world, but he's from the Valley. Yeah. Word. You know what I mean? He wasn't a city dude, but... He gonna give you buckets. <laughs> nah, yeah. saying, don't, don't it's, West Coast it's, ballers is definitely high level different though. Like Kawhi from San Diego, I believe he's a yeah. weird ass dude too. Like, but but they get a killer though. San Diego though. But like a straight stone cold killer on the court though. Like Kawhi gave them niggas forty the other night and they still lost. Like that shit. Was, I know he was ready to fight all the motherfuckers. <laughs> do, you, do y'all do y'all believe the Trey Young uh, uh, trash talk? What you mean? Like, you look like. I mean, he got spit on one last night, yo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was out well, of pocket. Well, be- before before we get on that, before we get, before we get on that, do we believe Trey Young trash? Fuck Trey Young, nigga. New York Knicks, nigga. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot that. That's oh, your. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, him right. that was fucking yeah. horrible. That was yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trifling ass fan base up there, I'm, Hawking Luke. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> glad that that happened because you know we was going to be the fucking bottom of the barrel. Like, oh, y'all dirty ass players pouring popcorn on people. Like, bro got spit on in New York. Like, people yeah, don't died. say nothing to us. I, I don't. You I don't. Get know, I don't know, getting spit on. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know nobody that's ever got shot over getting popcorn poured on them. But <laughs> I know a plethora of people who have gotten shot over spitting on somebody. A fucking a fucking goo gobble, motherfuckers. <laughs> get that nigga some gobble ghoul. Ah shit, he's going in. You. Oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, seriously though, that's a. Uh, that's a different level of disrespect. You spit on me like I'm, yeah. Trey took that way better than anybody on the fucking planet Earth. Really. I think he didn't he know. Really not he, he, I mean, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if he knew he, because you didn't did see him eat. react to it. He didn't want like, it. Either. He felt something, but he didn't. I don't think he knew that he got spit on. He just felt he, something. Because, like, hey, and I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, hey. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. I'm gonna need the, whoever be licking the top of his head and dropping him between the mattress and knock it the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I just so every week you say something that just make me want to shut this motherfucker down immediately. Bro, you can't tell what? me he'll look like a dum dum that rolled under under washing dryer. Trey is balding. <laughs> Trey is oh, balding. Trey, Trey Young looks like every bad guy on Taken. <laughs> what? Oh. Yo, all right. Yep. Oh, it's getting out of control already. Literally oh, anything. Every bad guy. Podcast, podcast for the people. You know, oh, you can man. reach us on Instagram and Twitch <laughs> and literally anything <laughs> underscore podcast on Twitter and lit any pod. YouTube podcast for the people. Literally anything pod. Yo, oh, it's the free man weave. We on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks for the reset, sir. I needed a minute. I appreciate you. Hey, so, man. y'all recall the incident in Central Park where the, the the one a chick called the cops on a brother who was simply bird watching and taking pictures in the park. Y'all remember that? The lady with the dog. Uh, yeah, Amy Cooper was her name. Yeah. So, Amy Cooper got fired because of that shit. Good for her. Y'all want to hear some funny shit about Amy Cooper? Absolutely. Amy Cooper is suing. Her motherfucking employer for firing her. They're she don't have an su- employer. She got fired. Wait a minute. She's suing her ex employer, pardon me, for racial discrimination. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. This, like, so I have often, you ever like hear somebody be like, if you could do one thing for a day, what would you do? If you could be anything or anyone for a day, what would you be? Man, oh man, I've and said it, for well, about a million years, I would be white just for a day <laughs> because because <laughs> there's a certain level of audacity that must come with the privilege because you have lost your damn mind, bitch. You called the police on this brother bird watching. He caught it all on tape. Every sort of racist innuendo and inference you could possibly think of was made. You were fired for your discrimination blatantly, and now you won't get to have the nerve to hire a motherfucker. First off, if I'm the lawyer, 
I'm taking this money so gleefully. Yeah, dizzy bitch, and it's not a refundable retainer. Yeah, give me that money. Word. I'm gonna go in there and just say anything because she's clearly delusional. But either way, bitch, you gonna go hire a lawyer and tell the lawyer to sue your former employer for discriminating against you? Like, bruh, like it's like that's gotta be that level of just not reading the room, as we always say in here, like. Bitch, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> yo, that shit's wild to it, me, man. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've said it time and time again. Like, if I could be any superhero, I'd want to be Batman because I really want to feel what white privilege feels like. Man, listen, white privilege, man, is a he, he's a he's a uh, a very he's enigmatic a, superhero. But he's a cultural yes. icon, you know. <laughs> man, listen. <laughs> That nigga will break your arm over an eighth and then be like, now speak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you told me to shut up. (laughs) He will break your arm over an eighth. Break your back. Oh, man. So, listen, here, yeah. So, here it is. Um, Suing the former employer, Franklin Templeton, are perpetuating her image of a privileged white female. By making public statements that it had fired her after convict- conducting an investigation into the incident. It went viral in May of 2020, yelling at birder Christian Cooper and calling police to claim an African American man was threatening her while she was walking her dog. The suit argues that she did not call the cops on Christian because she is racist, but rather because the overzealous bird watcher selected her as a target in a feud between bird and dog lovers. Wow. Like she really put the sauce on this shit. Mom's nah, cooking. Man. Like, like, yeah. Is this like wait, heavy? Is this, is this also the lady that didn't she like snatch her dog and then they took her dog originally and then they gave the dog back after they deemed that she was some old goofy shit like that? Yeah, I think this is. Mm. I'm a. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a, a classic KP. Eat a dick. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Since we on Karen Patrol, right? Did y'all uh see the video of the lady in the airport who was snapping because um she you know she tries to walk onto the jet walk or whatever and got slammed by the fucking cops? And then Uh-oh. yo, this shit is hilarious. So the video doesn't show her getting slammed, but it shows her arguing with the cop after the fact. Like, yeah, oh my god, you didn't have to grab me like that. You didn't have to put me on the ground. You didn't have to. You didn't have to. And then she comes out of the area or whatever, right? And then was like, did anybody see what happened? This guy spoke up, was like, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. You tried to walk onto the jet walk, and he send you. <laughs> when i tell you she was pissed like she was more like telling him shut 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 up no get (laughs) no you asked him you asked you thought you wanted some help did y'all see that uh the lady that it was this is a couple months ago the lady that got slammed at that football game uh uh, Mm. she she wouldn't put a mask on and the black cop, the black, so the, but he, he slammed the shit out of her. The funny thing about that to me is that whenever niggas get in this shit or be minding our own business, because it goes both ways, right? And and the cops get called on us. No one ever questions the cop, right? Like 
like common you know who doesn't question the cop. Right, right, right. When this black cop walked up on this white lady, the whole conversation that was being had behind the cameras, we don't know if he's really a cop. What? <laughs> now y'all don't know. Oh, we, now we were in full police uniform. Full uniform and badge and badge gun. gun. I got this Sam Brown belt on with you know all these utensils on it or whatnot. This is how I'm, I come out of the house and walk around playgrounds. <laughs> just just because I'm wearing, uh, just because I'm dressed this way <laughs> doesn't make me <laughs> doesn't make me a whore. Oh man! Excuse me. Yeah, no, that's funny. That's man. Listen, it's wild, right? The fact that there are really two different relationships that exist with the police. Like, there's us in our relationship with the police, and then there's them in their relationship with the police. And but, and you know, and it's, it's funny, funny because we're the only ones who've accepted it. They don't believe that there's a difference. Right. Until that white woman was getting slammed by a black cop. Now there's an issue. Oh, wait a minute. We don't know if he's really a cop. Why why would he rock bottom her in front of everybody? (laughs) (laughs) But it was like a tips extra for no reason. Like, Oh, man. Yeah. Nobody's walking around like that. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, uh, No. (laughs) <laughs> yo, yeah, I'm starting to ask people that. You had a helmet on? Yo, yo, that's some funny shit. You, yo, you ever? When I was a young boy, I was always slightly more afraid of the highway patrol cops than I was regular cops. KTS, like, like in, 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 in Philly, like I, I, I can't speak for where you from, bro. I don't know how how they got was the same motorcycle. Out there. They got the same but, motorcycle. But when when them brothers with them boots pull up on you and that little ass hat. First off, that hat don't fit nobody here. Why do they need <laughs> That's not a human being on the fucking planet that that hat fits. Why do they make them wear it? Anyway, but with the with the hats and the boots and the shit tucked in the boots, them brothers pull you over. Holy shit. I'm you just know white why? and I don't want no smoke with them. I don't know you what know they why? do with them niggas. That's because they train them to be the, the, the African-American ass kickers. In our city, yes, sir. I promise no, I'm you, telling yes. you, it's because y'all, y'all, nigga, well, we are afraid of the Terminator. Terminator 2 looks just like <laughs> all it's the Terminator 2. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> I didn't even think about same that. Same boots but no. and all that. Same haircut. Yeah. No, the only them, difference them. is they can't turn into milk and magnesia when they get mad. <laughs> Yo, yeah, no, gee, this is absolutely right. This back in the day. The, the, the highway patrol cops wasn't nothing, no joke to get pulled over by. Like if you was mm-hmm. brother and they pulled you over, you, you better was be getting fucked up, or, or or you was getting that ass whooped. Like, Y'all ever get your ass beat by a cop before? No, no. I, sure. I had my ass whooped by. A cop yeah, I got my before. I got my ass beat like two years ago. Right when I started, right when I started working with you, right like literally two weeks before we start working together, got my ass whooped by by two cops. I tried. Like I um I witnessed a young boy get his ass beat by a fucking cop when I used to work at the gallery doing security, and I was trying to stop that shit from happening. Like I like all right, story time, lefty story time. Oh shit, <laughs> get one out, get one out. Let, let's let's right. let's make this quick though, bro. Okay, cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so at the time I'm working at the gallery, I'm doing security or whatnot, and I'm coming through coming through the uh, mall level or whatnot and it's this young boy out there he's selling cds so i tell him like yo 
where you sitting at, you can't do this because the camera pointing right at this spot. I need you to pack up. I don't care if you hustle. You can't do it here. So he like, all right, cool. So at the time, my brother is in the mall. He's like 20 feet behind me. My brother looked just like me. Like, God rest the dead. God bless Chuck. Um, So he's back there talking to my brother now. And he's talking reckless. Yeah, this, that, and the third security guard told me I can't sell in here. Punk ass nigga. I, I don't give a fuck. So my brother start playing along with the situation. Like, yo, that dude right there. Yeah, because I can't stand security guards. We have fucked that nigga up together. Like, <laughs> so he getting hyped up. Like, yeah, like, we gonna fuck this nigga up. Fuck that nigga up. So then he's like, yo, but you sure it's that one right there? He's like, yeah. Nigga, look at my face. The young boy looked at his face was like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, don't. Like, it's my fucking brother. I'll beat your fucking ass here, right? Boom. So... Do bitches out, of course, as he should, because he was a bitch. Um, so my brother calls me after the fact that he left the mall, was like, and he tells me the story. So I happen to be um like somebody calls and tell me an escalator is out upstairs. So I go upstairs to fix the escalator. I come up and it's a big crowd in front of City Blue. DMX is in City Blue shopping and they shut the store down so nobody could go in there and shop. And I see dude in front of the store. So I slide over there to go handle the situation. I tell, look, just back me up. You ain't got to do shit. Just don't let nobody jump on me. I'm going to knock this nigga the fuck out. So choosing violence. He go call on the radio. Yo, come, somebody come get Clark. He out here tripping. He about to go fight this dude. Da, 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 da. So as I'm getting close, one of my old heads just come from out the back hallway and tackle me. What are you doing? You're about to lose your job. I don't give a fuck. He shouldn't have been talking shit. So fast forward, <laughs> fast forward to later in that night, I bump into the dudes again. They uh they are in the food court and they hustling again. They selling CDs. At this point, nigga, I want you out the fucking mall. So we form right, like Paul, Voltron. Mark. We we look, we form like Voltron. Like, yo, get the fuck See, out of here. I, go ahead. I'll, 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 I'll follow up when you're done. Go ahead. So we form like Voltron. We're going to get y'all the fuck out of here. So he ain't got no rap. It's this little young boy that's with him that got all of the... Yo, man, fuck this shit. We ain't do nothing. Nah, nah, nah. I'm like, listen, my man, chill out. Let's show this ain't out. got nothing to do. This, yeah, exactly. <laughs> show out. Yeah, I knocked that nigga clean the fuck out. Oh, shit. So show out is popping off. And I, I calm him down, like, listen, my man, this shit ain't got nothing to do with you. Your man was talking shit earlier. This is ramifications from that. Come back tomorrow, you be good. And he cool until the white cop shows up. Mm. Now he, punk ass, white ass cop, this, that, and the third. Like, he's snapping. Yo, shut, the, like Macy fuck, shut the fuck up. Just chill. So I then, need to see that warrant. Macy Gray in that movie look just like my nana. Tasha mom look just like Macy Gray in that movie. Oh, Both crown on her teeth for everything. Swear to I God. I try to say goodbye and I choke. Oh, try to walk away and I jump out. But anyway. Oh, Not Macy Gray. That's hilarious. Oh, Go ahead, bro. So after the Macy Gray moment, he gets gripped up and they take him, you know, we on our way to the fucking uh, security office. 
and he's still talking. I'm just like, yo, shut the fuck up. Just chill. Just so now they're about to trespass him from the from the mall. So we get into the security office, and this white cop snaps because ain't no cameras in here. Yeah. Yo, I've never seen nobody in my life get slapped this hard. (laughs) To this day. I've seen a lot of slappings. Like, I've seen a lot of slappings. Even when you look at them competitions where they be slapping each other and shit and you can't move, you just got to take it. No, that nigga was slapping him harder than that. Like, nah, nah. Uh, Yo. Real quick question, just to think about real fast. I'll let you finish your story. How do you even find out that you're good at that? But go ahead. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, get it in. Because you got to be good at both oh. parts. Because you got to stand there and just, you got to stand there and take them shits. How do you find out that you're good at that? Like, what happened in your life when one day somebody just tried to take your whole face off? And then you got to abuse that baby mom. That's like baby mom shit. Like, Man, that shit is disrespectful. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. Go so, ahead. He gets the triple slap, right? And then he falls down the wall like he just melts like, ooh. The cop grabs him, slams him, like throws him across the room to one wall, throws him across to the other wall, throws him across to the first wall again, and then he throws him across and he slides into the camera room and shit and was up underneath of all the miners like, mm. Yo. He was dead. He's playing WWE with this nigga just throwing up a rope to root. He was yeah. <laughs> so look, then after he gets trespassed from the mall, they make me walk him outside. Me. The cops ain't shit. So get I, rid I, of I, him, nigga. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. So <laughs> clean my mess up, nigga. <laughs> look, they probably did this to you too. <laughs> Oh man! So oh, I, I got, take I got nigger on, get nigger my, on hands. my hands. <laughs> Damn! Oh, yeah. that's crazy, bro! Like, like oh, I got daywoo on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I take him upstairs or whatever, and I walk him. You know, I walk him out out of the mall and shit. And he was like, "Man, I should just fucking listen to you, old head." I was like, "Man, I was trying to tell you, look." Go home, get yourself together, man. Like, I, I don't even know what else to tell you. So then I would bump into dude every now and again. Every time you see me, what's up, old head? You good? I mean, <laughs> you good? At this no, point, no. yeah, exactly. But, but that's, that's, that, that was me responding. You good? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let me, let me hey, man. motherfuckers no more. I, you got to watch who you talk to and how you talk to them. And it's really that simple, man. That's a very... uh. That's a tough lesson to learn. That oh man, that's some funny shit. So my follow up on 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 that right. Here's the thing: if you didn't grow up in Philadelphia, right, like in in our era, like if you're not in that like, let me see, like that that thirty five and up range, and you don't really understand what the gallery used to be, you might hear them. <laughs> Wait a minute, time out. I had to get this comment in because this is hilarious. You a real ass bull. Yo. Oh, man. Hold up. That's the realest the bulls. We're going to get into a story time about that. But anyway, um, so 
the gallery is like the mall that everybody went to because you could catch public transit there with no issues. It was downtown. There was other shit around. The gallery is just kind of where it was. Now, if you work in, I pick a mall, King of Prussia Mall. If you're a mall cop or see mall cops in King of Prussia Mall, you might have an idea of what a mall cop is. But if you know the gallery, you understand that them mall cops was like fucking guardian angel gladiators. Like them niggas had a different sort of life to live in that Like you could chill, but you couldn't really chill. Like, like my bro had to go to night shift to start chilling because shit was real when the malls opened in that zone. Mm-hmm. Like ain't no telling what might happen was, in the gallery look, on any on given day. Shift. I was on night shift four nights a week. And then I had to work Saturdays mm. during the day. Which might as well be fucking working Monday through Friday, because Saturday mm. in the gallery was a beast. Like if 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 you if you come across this broadcast in any way, shape, or form and you got gallery memories, comment, send like I want to hear with nigga because the gallery was a monster. I would bro, I yeah, yeah, it's just one of the things where I wish I wish you was our age for this one, because that shit was different. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my OG Mike Parker, who is now the the chief of security there. Like, yeah, that was my guy. But like, what me, was the boy who used to fuck with people for being true and all the time? Oh, you talking about Nick? Nick? You Yo, Nick? so OG no, fuck Nick. that. You just come in Story right just now. Come through. Story right yeah. now. So, yeah. Yeah. so hey, right? High school I went to was uh this joint called Parkway. It's Parkway program, Center City uh joint. Our school was directly across the street from the gallery. Now, the, the beat with our school was that it was a converted office building. So what we didn't have was a gym, a lunchroom, a library, or basically anything that wasn't a classroom. We had classrooms. That's all the fuck. We, everything else was outsourced to other places. So every day for lunch, what you think we would do when they let us out the building? We write to the gallery with it. Oh, yeah. Boom. So we, sit, we over in the mall doing our thing. It's this one nut-ass mall cop whose only mission in life is to make sure that truer kids don't waste their time in the mall. He want he gonna put you out, ask where you're from, da, 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 da. boom. So one day, now mind you, not only do I go to school across the street and I'm allowed to be in here, but on top of that, I also work in the gallery. So <laughs> Nick hates me. Like, when I tell you, like, he hates me to the core, nigga. Cause every t- cause he don't recognize faces. I don't know why. I guess maybe because he hollering at thousands of kids a day. He not recognizing. When I tell you, I used to get this nigga hell all the time. I would go places in the mall purposely where I knew he would come fuck with me just to whip out my school ID on this nigga. Like here you go, bitch ass nigga. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like I really used to be like out of pocket disrespectful to this man. Like I should really apologize to that brother. If you still got taken it, but like, so nah. one specific day, one one specific day, I had completely cut school. I I had no business being there, but I was down there because I had business to handle in that area. You know, high school shit, cut school, and still come to school. That's how I be sometimes. Anyway, so Nick sees me. I don't got book bag, none of that shit in the gym. All I got on me is my motherfucking school ID. So I'm at in the line at Chick-fil-A, he walking through the food court. And Chick-fil-A gallery used to be popping, so the line be back mm. in the food court. Mm. Like, you be way back in the, like, the actual people, because, you know, 
it's Chick Fil A, nigga. Like, <laughs> it really ain't we'll get your food in four minutes. Yeah, like no doubt, not as much there though, because they this was before Chick Fil A had like the Jesus service. service. This right. was like, yeah, this was <laughs> like now it was niggas, it was niggas working at Chick Fil A. Yeah, it was yeah. plenty of niggas working in there. Boom. So I'm in line. Me and my folks talking. Now, my folks that I'm talking to don't go to none of the schools that's down there, so they're not supposed to be there. So, Nick, come over. Let me see you guys' IDs. Yeah, here you go, Nick. I go to Parkway right across the street. What about you? Oh, you go too. Where's your ID? Left his ID. So, I'm doing all the talking. Nick says, what are you, his lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, it was I'm his lawyer or not. He with me and we go to the same school. Now, if you want to go across the street with us, we can go over there and check that out. Or you go fuck with the people who really don't belong in here. And I start pointing at all these motherfuckers. Yo, I was a horrible high school individual. So, like I said, I'm jostling pointing motherfuckers out. He going back and forth with me, getting mad and shit. He ended up calling somebody over and really sending my man out on his way because he really couldn't produce a jump. Like it was just it's, it's weird, but like he he was the ire of my mother. I I would I would really waste hours fucking with this one mall cop because no. he really didn't understand that it. it was like it was niggas selling dope in the gallery and you worried about me. Like <laughs> nigga, it used to go down there. Like on top of the fact that it was niggas selling dope, it was motherfuckers having fucking full full all out fucking orgies in the men's bathroom and shit. Like yeah, it was horrible we talking about practice. Like it, it was horrible. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty like, Mike and the boys said thanks for the F wagon. <laughs> we, we will screw that Prius once again. <laughs> yeah. So like that's the type of shit that was going on. And like no, Nick, like, why? I don't never mind. Oh, I was yeah. fucking in the never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Like I know because like I'm security. Because so I used to be security. there. You ain't had no choice. <laughs> Yeah, oh, um, but it was it was funny. Like I like I just used to remember how he used to get so mad about shit. He get worked up. First of all, you know, like he sounded like a Black Hawk Hogan. <laughs> so know, Booker they, said they come in here and, and yeah yeah they come in here and they're and they're not supposed to be in here. And and first of all they were over there, but then they're over here. But how are you over here when you're supposed to be over there? <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about, Nick? <laughs> Yo, and that like is like and listen, that verbatim is a an actual Nick conversation. Like he, oh my gosh, that mall's Nick. Yeah, he that, that was a wild mall, man. Was he old? Was wild mall. Yeah, Nick yeah, was OG. He, he, he was Yo, OG sure. but this is the funny part. Like, you don't want to fight Nick. Nick is one of the motherfuckers. Like, you like as a young boy, you be on your journal, like, yeah, I fuck old head up. Nick was ripped like a motherfucker. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna hold you. With that nigga. I, I ain't never want no smoke with old head. I just like, like fucking with him because he wasn't going to put his hands on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> he like, wasn't going to do shit. Because we, we got in some situations where that motherfucker, you be... Oh, Nick, shit. Nick, okay, Nick, 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 I'm in, in my head. I'm envisioning when Martin used to play the, uh, play the security Otis. guard and shit. Yeah, Otis, no. yeah, like that's what I'm envisioning. And then you said he ripped it. I was like, no, nah, oh, this, this nigga. No, nah, this 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 nigga was uh he was definitely he did push-ups and shit for sure. 
Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. really. <laughs> Nick was in shape. Like, bro, shit. Bro definitely like, did push up. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, you know, anything like, else beyond that. It, but uh, it, it's like we had, you know, we had a crew down that motherfucker. Like, you had to be, you had to be an asshole. You had, like, you couldn't be no bitch. Plain and simple. You couldn't be no bitch. You couldn't be down there and be a pussy. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, because niggas will touch you down there. You mm-hmm. going, you going, it's going to get bad for you. Niggas mm-hmm. is pressing you for sure. Um, mm-hmm. literally think podcast, podcast for the people. We are hour and eleven in. Appreciate everybody for hanging with us. Appreciate everybody for switching up the schedule because we definitely got on an hour later than usual. Once again, thank you all for being here. Anybody who checked in gave us just a minute. All the socials and everything scrolling across the bottom: Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Please make sure you follow, like, subscribe on everything because we need it. Thank you and appreciate it. Now. I've been holding off on this one, um, but I got to get to the goofy shit. So, uh, y'all, y'all niggas is, is really this man about a hundred dollars? Like, we we really doing this over a hundred dollars with the stake forty eight yes. situation? We we really yes. doing this over a hundred dollars, y'all? Like, yes. y'all niggas is broke and hungry and mad. Yes. Like, I skipped what? over the whole stake. Well, so can't I, I literally skipped over it purposefully because I wanted. Uh, people to, to to just explain it to me because I really didn't want to spend that much time because when I heard about it I was doing schoolwork and and I and I didn't I didn't want to deviate from my schoolwork so now but now so but now but now I got time so so today so I got time yeah no no I got time today I got time <laughs> G real yo oh, rest in peace no, to G real no we not doing that again we 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 went down the G real route anyway. <laughs> Um, my man said, "Good for him." Yo, that was funny as shit. Anyway, um, that's like episode five. If y'all want to go back, anyway. So to summarize, what we're doing is 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 we talking about the steak forty eight situation. It's a restaurant in uh, Philadelphia. Put up a sign basically saying it's a hundred dollar minimum per person when you dine here, and that is the rules going forward. Um, apparently, the, it, this was a a newer upscale place upon which people were getting off on taking pictures on the steps. And they were going down there ordering appetizers and all kinds of other shit, but not like actually enjoying the full dining experience. And there was some ratchet shit happening. Some bitches got into a fight in there. It was just it was just deteriorating into an experience that the owners never intended for it to be. So in order to combat some of this riffraff, what they did was they imposed a one hundred dollar minimum per person when you come dine with them. Now, for those of us who go out to eat here and there and do these things and you know whatever, whatever, we understand that a hundred dollars per person is really fucking easy to spend. Like if you buy two drinks and a and, a, and an entree, you've probably spent more than that. But the reality is, is that what motherfuckers tried to do with this, and and when I say motherfuckers, I don't mean us motherfuckers. I mean those motherfuckers. Like they tried to make this a thing where I I heard somebody tried to explain and say uh, it's racist. <laughs> that shit was so <laughs> funny to me. Like, okay, so I like I'm the blackity black blackest motherfucker you ever met. Hotep, Ashe, and all of that. Like, I don't have no issue. But, like, everything ain't about race. Sometimes this is about your ignorant ass being an ignorant ass nigga. Like, like, oh, man. 
Go ahead, man. I'm going to let y'all go. Because this is why I put my name as Angry Man. Because this shit makes me mad every time I think about it. This is why I'm Angry Man this week. Because what the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all got us out here looking crazy. It's racist. Then when we talk about some shit that's actually racist, niggas going to look at us like, well, wasn't the steak thing racist too? Like, you got to pick your fucking battles. Like, y'all just dumb. Ah, go ahead, man. I'll let somebody else go. I'll get PPP got the glocks and texts and Def Squad always got some live shit on deck. Pick it up. Okay. Now, who we talking about is the PPP patrol, is what I'm what I'm understanding, because you know the people who can afford it can afford it. And I can't afford it all the time, but I'm the type of person who, if I'm deciding that I'm gonna go to a particular restaurant, I'm gonna do the research on the restaurant before I go. I'm going to look at the menu and I'm going to be like, well, let me see. Um, can I afford this? Okay. Maybe we should push this date back a couple weeks so I know that I got everything that I need so I can go on this date and experience it the proper way. Um, you know, um, I've been to plenty of upscale restaurants in this area. I've been to Private. I've been to Barclay Prime. I have been to uh del frisco's i've been to a number of them and the only issue that i have is the fact that there is a mandate you dig what i'm saying like once you put that shit in writing it bugs me because it gives people a reason to punch out of it that like don't get me wrong wait 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 don't get me wrong i'm not saying that they wrong in this case, but it gives people the opportunity to punch out of it and put whatever the fuck they want to put in there as their excuse for why. Man, you going to tell me that I can't come in here because, like, nigga, if you ain't got the money, nigga, don't go the fuck there. Plain and simple. Like, I mean, I, hey, I'm going to tell you like an old school G once told me, what you won't do, the next bitch will. So, like, the next motherfucker going to come in here and put that $100 down. That's why I, like, <laughs> like what you won't do the next bitch will. I, I like that logic. Go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean that's that, that's because to me, like you know, my people's own a restaurant. It, with it, not even take me out of it. Every restaurant you come in with ten people, there's a mandate. You drink this much, there's a mandate. Like there's different rules that apply, but when niggas can't go in there and eat cheesesteak egg rolls for an hour and a half. <laughs> Let four of them get cold and then, oh, take a fucking then it's an issue. Yeah, it's only affecting the niggas because the niggas was probably the only people that was doing that shit. PPP got the Glocks and Texts and Death Squad always got some live shit on deck. Pick it up. Pick it up. So listen, right? Here go my thing with the PPP thing, though. Them niggas are spending their bread. Them not the niggas they talking about. It's the niggas who saw the PPP people picture on Instagram, got jealous and was like, oh, let me go check that out. Got in there and saw the numbers and was like, oh, I'll have a watch time. Yeah, so y'all know how y'all got the salmon and they got the microgreens on top. Okay, I'm gonna just take the microgreens. Let me get an order of microgreens. Micro <laughs> mean price small, right? <laughs> like, you got niggas in there and micro, like, 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 you know, I need everything micro. The service. Right 
Look, Pause. because, be, oh, because matter of fact, don't come to my table that much. Listen, because <laughs> if it's not micro, we're gonna see some microaggressions and it's gonna be a problem in here. Yeah, man. We go, we go all this furniture gonna move. You come back here with a bill, like you know, like this is what I'm saying. These are the niggas who they did this for. Like, it's not it's it's not happening for, for the motherfuckers who understand what it is. If all right, so I'm gonna give broke motherfuckers a clue, right? Here's the thing. If you are looking up a restaurant and you pull it up online and you pull up their menu and it ain't no prices on the menu, don't, don't go, go there. Don't yeah. go. That's market or, or say market value. How about to say, oh, oh yeah, that's another one. If you like seafood and shit and you think you're gonna go have a great dinner and you look up the Easy. menu and that bit say market value, don't go because you can't afford it. Because <laughs> like that's just what it is. But people who go to restaurants know these things, like full-grown adults. Are doing this thing right and understand it's just weird that I felt like this caused such an uproar over a hundred fucking dollars. Like it's a dollars. It's a chicken finger and fries community. That's what it is. Mm. Y'all been so those are those are the whole people pandemic who... and just like hmm, like no, you I, sit, I agree. No, no, wait, wait, wait. You've been sitting in the house during this whole pandemic eating oodles and noodles and shit, and then decided that you wanted to go to State Forty Eight. Because you, you saw it on IG. Oh, speaking, speaking of oozing noodles, and we on the topic topic of steak. I PMB Rock eat a dick. Like fuck you, okay? What happened with PMB Rock? <laughs> Fucking goddamn little foot long neck bitch. <laughs> you can't tell me the nigga don't like little foot. I don't want to hear it. I don't even know who Littlefoot is, but he from the land before time, that long neck dinosaur. Oh, shout oh, out the land before time. Oh man, that's so, funny. So Littlefoot went to a restaurant, bought a six hundred dollar steak that was coated in edible gold. They cut it, broke it down for him, and he was upset that it wasn't cooked enough for him. You bought a six hundred dollar steak. First of all, me, a person who literally just made a steak for dinner, I like my like if my shit don't say bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. When it come off the shit, then you gotta get me another one. You cooked it too long. Yeah, I don't want that's, no overdone steak. Fuck out of here. I, I don't know why they think all black people want their steak well done. It's this ignorant ass shit. It's go ahead, go ahead. They, they gave this man very much a medium well six hundred dollars steak. So all of the tasty goodness was cooked the fuck out of it. So I guess he was just eating elements on the fucking periodic table at that point. So I guess he had made them cook the the steak more, but you literally ruined the cow. Like I I know left don't don't eat steak cooked longer than, than medium. Listen, oh no, all, that brother oh, no, no, enjoys. No, no. What you gotta understand is I am a connoisseur, especially of a good fillet. I have perfected the shit. Maybe like. When 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 I start my cooking with left series, you you you'll see. Like I'm, <laughs> bro. Do. We gotta have a cook off. We gotta have a cook off. We got to. I mean, like you, I, I got wine and shit. You know, I I do what I do, bro. Because I hit all right. Y'all smoke crackling and I, you know what I mean. You sprinkle crack what? on yours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a ball out gracefully because you sprinkle crack on your steak. <laughs> oh man, <Hey>, man. <laughs> Uh, what the like, fuck, man? You see my baby. Sometimes you got race. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's.
Let's go, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you know, you see my Instagram, you see the meals, nigga. This is what I do, man. Matter of oh, fact, man. speaking of meals, fuck that. Bean pie, anybody? Like, <laughs> oh shit. Bean wow. pie, brother. What kind of beans are bean pies made out of? Because as I guess Ollie I'm a silver spoon. Bean it, pies. What is it? <laughs> Ali bean pie. <laughs> Oh shit, Alley Beans. Hey, if somebody asks me if I want to taste their Alley Beans, I'm gonna shoot you in your mouth. I don't like the way that sounds. So, so that's just gonna be something that I just won't try. Literally uh, anything podcast podcast. Oh, so, oh shit. But in summation, stay 48, man. Yeah, y'all got y'all gotta relax, man. It's a hundred dollars, and, and y'all only saying it because they put a sign up there, and y'all felt the way because. Y'all planned on going in there and, and and sitting at the bar and drinking martinis and eating uh watercress salads and shit and, and just get over yeah. yourself, goddammit. Yo, and, and wait, 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 even before you ah. now the um they were talking about for reservations. Now, you as a person that walks in off the street, you can probably walk in there and go sit by the bar and have a couple drinks. They talking about reservations. So mm. if you're a person who's sitting up here like, yeah, let me, you know, I'm going to call in. I'm going to come through and have it. No. Yeah, y'all got to spend $100. But just like any other place that you go, like you just happen to be walking past Del Frisco's in the middle of the day and be like, you know what? I want to drink. I'm going to go sit at the bar, have a drink, and I might have an appetizer or something like that. Yeah, They're you can still talking about yeah. They talking see, about somebody who make reservations for a date to come in yeah. here. You got at least two people. Y'all spending at least two hundred dollars. Yeah. Facts. Facts. And the amount no. of people that I can imagine that they that they held tables for, and people didn't show the fuck up. Or, you can't get a reservation in there for for like not on the quick note. Like yeah, you so, couldn't call today and get a reservation tomorrow. They yeah. booked beyond that. So, yeah. so, and also the people who come in and like, oh yeah, so you had a party six? Oh no, nah, it's just me and her. Like, you probably should have to pay for those people because you probably wasn't going to spend that anyway, right? So, like, I don't know. I, 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 I agree with it, but I'm also yeah. not not too big on telling people how to run their business because if nobody goes, you won't have one. But people are still clearly going because if I can't. Just, make a I get, I can tell you right now. If I call Applebee's, they'll be like, "Listen, we'll have we'll have everything ready for you right now. <laughs> we'll have everything ready for you right now." I'm going to Cheesecake Factory real quick. Like, yeah, yeah, like any of that. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. There's definitely a uh, a piece to be made. Um, y'all like y'all like Cheesecake Factory? I like that uh, that Reese's pe- that that Reese's peanut butter cheesecake. That's that's fucking fire. I have not been a fan of Cheesecake Factory, but the last time, which was maybe about two months ago that I went, which was the first time in years and years and years, I didn't I didn't have a bad experience. It wasn't it's bad at all. Okay. I just it's it's Applebee's baby mom that married a white guy. <laughs> Yo, goodbye. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> But look, 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 but that white that white guy has oh, some money. Shit. He has some money. He, 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 oh. Getting but red light. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, y'all. I want to give y'all something just to make y'all give y'all. So on as a follow up to the Stake Forty Eight thing, they also changed the. Uh, they also changed dress code and uh, made a, a provision in it that you cannot come in smelling like perfume, cologne, tobacco, or marijuana. <laughs> 
Like it's written down on the website, marijuana odor. Like first, like I need y'all to fucking relax. Get a mint in a, in a fucking spray or something. Like I like uh never mind, man. I, I don't. I don't want to sound like I'll be feeling like I'm on my Bill Cosby joint, but y'all motherfuckers really be wild, man. Like, y'all got no good cologne. Matter of fact, didn't y'all go past 52nd Street on y'all way down there? Y'all couldn't stop at the Aki and get some oil? Y'all couldn't hey, yo. do that? Why? He's, my first he, year. Because he just come on. He just come my, on. My first year, KD gave me uh gave me oil for my birthday. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that. Yo, that's my young boy, man. He's he walked up to me like this. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> that, if you work in education, this is the scariest shit that a child <laughs> can do to you. Because they have something in their hand that they want you to have. And so that child is special. But that hand just conceals all sorts of bad shit. I've gotten a hot Cheeto, a fucking Tic Tac. I've gotten all sorts of horrible things. I've also gotten a dollar. I've also got like I've gotten good things too. There really is a toss-up. This is the scariest shit in all of education. I have something for you here. That's he gave, that's fucking frightening. He gave me this peach color, the most fire oil I've ever smelled in my entire life. And I've went to literally every oil person since then and have smelled every single oil. So no one can find it. No KD, he probably made that himself. I'm about but, to say, no, he made that. He made that shit out of turpentine, peach rings, and goddamn kerosene. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and it was the most fire shit ever. Yo, he yeah, left, right, though. Left. When we get off, we'll tell. We gotta tell you, tell you about this kid. Yo, yeah, we can't. We we for legal no, reasons, I get it. We I can't give you stories I about. But, but, yeah, he like, had, oh but he had you right up in that school building. Like, <laughs> like, the lunch lady came up to you and was like, <laughs> "I was like." Me not being like culturally aware in the moment, I was like, bro, what is that? Like, no, knowing this, I'm like, bro, because <laughs> you're thinking about the kids, you're not thinking about exactly because this was like wild. oil, and I was like, oil, nigga, what you cooking chicken? It <laughs> <laughs> was like, I got it from the oil man in the park. Oh, shit, yo, mm. yo, that's yeah. my young boy, man. KD, all right, so uh, real quick, I want to shout out Scissor. Scissor is dope as shit for what, what happened. Uh yeah, Jersey. Jersey, as my nigga always shouts out when when they're conveniently representing properly. Jersey. Um <laughs> no, Scissor had a uh a photo shoot that she was gonna do, and she refused to do it because they wouldn't hire a black photographer. Right. And to me, that's just dope as shit. That's just really flexing your power and understanding what you're capable of in a situation and making sure. That you get what you want out of the shit. It was a uh it didn't specify which magazine cover, but it was she was going to do a cover for a magazine. They would not hire a black photographer, and they were declined. And I think we should do more shit like that. I think us black people empower to make sure that the people who look like us get the same amount of breaks and shots as other people. Of course, not every time, but in times where it is appropriate. Flex, nigga. Show us that you for us by making sure they take care of us. I love that shit. So shout out to Sister for that. I also agreed with um I agreed with her not saying what magazine it was. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Because because mm-hmm. then that turns it's, into there's no need to shit on them. That's my well, decision. This was our situation, and then we can it also turns into the 
oh, we do all these equality things now, so look at us. And then sometimes they end up prevailing in the long run. Yeah, they get more love off it. Exactly. Oh, look, they, you know, they codified their mistake. They turned it around. Like, and I'm like, nah, fuck you. Like, Mm -hmm. so then now, now when somebody else comes up and you make that same mistake again, it's it's a pattern now. Now uh-huh. we know it's what you into. So no matter what you do on the other side of it, fuck out my face. So you know if you do need yourself a black photographer, uh, Torian Productions, my my uh, my guy Keenan, you know you could get at him for some some good photo photography, some good photographs. Right. You can get at my uh, my new mentor Johnny Gamble if you need some some good photography. Cause you know, and then at some point you get at me because your boy is getting into that right now, you know. So y'all might want yeah, uh, yeah, left left on the on the jump. I'm I'm but I'm not we're not gonna talk photography, and I'll shout out my man Darren Burton, cool fucking Burt, my main man who uh took care of my youngins prime photos and so on and so forth. So uh yeah, we, we know some photographers, y'all. We know we know motherfuckers good behind the camera, we know good illustrators. Hooked up monk with a couple of customers this week, so shout out to monk for uh Anybody who likes our graphics that you see, our little uh, uh, cartoon picture up in the corner and some of the other things you see us on with the branding, we definitely got that. My main man, oh man, shorty, Welly Wells, Wells, Miss Wells, who uh, just painted my daughter's room. She's a photographer as well. We definitely got plenty of photographers. So if you need somebody to take pictures, get with us. We know those folks. So, fellas, I've gotten into this habit of sending y'all some shit at the at, at some point throughout the week. Usually on Wednesday, today it was Thursday, just for y'all to think about so we can kind of close the show on one topic. And uh, I'll give y'all the inspiration for why I sent y'all what I sent y'all. So I will not name my specific friend because y'all know I don't do that. Hood is the name dropper. We don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't be putting my fucking business all in the street. But who gonna check me? (laughs) Listen, nigga, do your thing. Salute to you. Um, Anyway, so I was observing the timeline of a, of a friend of mine and uh within that timeline basically is just a story of how social media has become an issue in their relationship and it got me to wondering like what is it about today's social media climate that causes relationship issues between people and i think like i think some of it is what i kind of say every week and that social media really isn't real and a lot of people subscribe to it as if it is. So they see things and want to emulate things that aren't even necessarily happening. So, like, I, and I pose the question to y'all, just very simple. How are, you know, those standards and things like that affecting people's relationships? Like, what are y'all thoughts on it? So that was just kind of what I left. And I didn't give a lot of, like, complexity to it. I just kind of left it out there for y'all to absorb however y'all chose to. So... You know, uh, let's see. We'll start with you, uh, my main man. Practice We're talking about practice. We'll start with practice because left, uh, left, left got a lot of. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start with you. We'll let left go. <laughs> social media lead. I mean, not not even social. Not not just social media. Media. The media in general um, does a does a vast uh, disservice to society in general. Um, we, I, I, am a huge advocate for, or I don't want to say advocate. I'm a huge, um, uh, uh, I speak loudly about the fact that many of the reasons that people who live alternative lifestyles, let's say, 
uh, have the issues that they have. Like, there are people who don't who just don't want to be around gay people because they think he's going to try to sleep with me because the media portrays a gay man as promiscuous, as overbearing, over touchy. Like they don't care about. It's what they've seen. Exactly what they've seen and nothing else. Right. So, um, but yeah, like with all things media, social media, absolutely. I'm sure all three of us have dealt with like full transparency. You know what I mean? Y'all saw, I posted my, you know, my, my, my little boo. Uh, this week, and I lost 104 followers on Instagram. That kind of threw me for a loop. Didn't know where that was coming from, but um, I, uh, I, uh, I, I don't niggas going nig. I guess I don't like you. You, you, just, you just have to. You just have to like have a solid foundation for what y'all got going on. Because it's it's super yes, that's exactly what I'm getting to. It's super easy for people to to for a snake to slither through a, a crack in the foundation. If your shit is sturdy, if your shit was, is built right from the bottom up, you know what I mean. Like uh, somebody once told me before that it doesn't matter how how tall you build the skyscraper if the, if the foundation is fucked up, and I, and I I find that to be true in many facets of life. Right. Agree. Agree. Um... <laughs> yeah, go ahead, love. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna build on it, and um, it's wild because most people don't see the like when we do this this show, you don't you don't see the serious left. Uh, I got jokes all day, but well, that's why this, I let you go second because I kind of like, figured you might have a little bit of uh, bars. Yeah, a few a few bars for this. Yeah. All right, so one of the things that I understand is, um. Social media gave people an excuse. Like it gave people an excuse to do the shit that they always wanted to do. It's like giving a person with no morals money. Mm. So, you know, mm. money doesn't make a person anything but more of the person that they really are. So when you have a situation where you put um, a device in their hand that allows them to... um explore more of the world because like you look at like people sit back and they talk about how back in the day um relationships were stronger people stayed with each other longer they um they clung to the person that they were with not necessarily motherfuckers just didn't get caught right right talk nigga it's easy to get caught because it's cameras everywhere and, and your um, location is on. Yeah. <laughs> With your dumb ass. Go ahead. <laughs> also, also you dealing with the fact that people didn't know that they had options until you put social media into the In front, equation. Yeah. That's fact. So people now feel like they got options. So all right, like when you met this person, they was the greatest thing since sliced bread. But now that social media is here, like I mean, she trying to holler at me, and I always wanted to fuck her, so I'm not going not fuck her because she want to fuck me now. Like, I know now. Like, I didn't know that she wanted to fuck me before, so now I'm just <laughs> fuck because she said she wanted to fuck. Like, and that's the that's the stance motherfuckers is taking. People is doing extra shit that 
takes away from like the energy that they place in in you know trying to be liked and having people you know recognize who they are or who they you know who they think they are it takes away from the energy that they should be putting in to the relationship that they in and it goes on both sides it's not just it's not just men it's women it's you know it's the whole atmosphere like everybody is you get the taste of fame it's like what 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 hove say fame is the 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 most powerful drug it is like more powerful drug than heroin Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying so stronger than heroin heroin. yeah yeah so you you put in a place where people who are not and this this happens only the people who are not accustomed to the attention like if you grew up that's a big thing too i you, agree with that go if ahead you grew up getting attention from people um if you was if you was that nigga, if you was that shit, like social media don't mean shit to you right you know like that shit don't matter and i'll i'll attest to this shit myself like listen when i was growing up I was in somebody's shadow. Like, God rest, you know, God bless the dead. I was in my brother's shadow. So for me, the attention that I was looking for, I wasn't getting it because my brother was a motherfucking G. Like, nigga, like everybody loved my fucking brother. So for me, like, it, it was different. So I had to go through that phase. All right, the attention, I'm getting attention, X, Y, and Z. And I went through that phase. Now that shit don't bother me. Like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm on a podcast. We doing what we doing or whatever. Like, a lot of people know me, but all right, cool. That shit is what it is. But that shit don't make me. And the problem is, a lot of these people, like social media, makes a lot of people. Social media never made me. Mm. And with that being said, I'm going to continue to be a solid motherfucker, regardless of whatever happens. Some of these motherfuckers, like some of these people, <coughs> forget that ice is solid until you put some heat on it. Facts, facts. So, so, like, for a person who sits back and uses this as the end all be all, at some point that computer gonna go off and you gotta look at yourself in the mirror. And if you don't like what you see do something to change that shit because right. the person that's riding with you is the person like they they know like they see something in you and you gotta like you gotta hold up to what that is and give them the respect that they they desire or they deserve because they're riding with you and you ain't on the fucking right road get on the right road nigga. do what you guys do so here's the thing right i think that we have these moments where certain things become trendy and popular because of social media and then what ends up happening is we end up putting value in those things not because they have actual value but because they are just popular things it's just one of those things it kind of happens there's nothing nobody really could do about it and, and, and it's just a hazard of the community in, in the times that we live in. 
everything is instantaneous. It's right in your hand. So shit get big fast and they and they get small fast. Like just as just as quickly as something's important, it's no longer important. And right. and putting investment in things that are that quickly in and out of your timeline and in and out of your cycle is dangerous because you're always chasing something. Right. You 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 literally never stop chasing. And if you start to measure value based on things that you can't catch, what the fuck? Now you a hamster. Right. Now you're right. in the fucking hamster world. Mm-hmm. And now you just spit it in the same circle, going through the same shit, and none of it is real. So you start to lose value in the things like your relationships, right. like actually giving a fuck about how the people you give a fuck about feel like actually putting investment into the time that you spend with people and not the pictures you take with them. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like these sorts of things. So I think like, and again, like I said, I tell y'all every week, fuck social media. It's terrible, but you know, subscribe to our podcast and like all our stuff. It's, it's not, um, it's not really hard. You, you can do both. You can say fuck social media and still support us, but it's, it's not a, uh, it's, it's almost like we racing against nothing. And when I say we, I mean they, because I don't give a fuck. Like, I put up posts that get hundreds of likes sometimes. And then I put up posts that get three likes. I don't give a fuck either way. I put it up because I wanted to, not because I wanted y'all to like me. If y'all was if y'all wasn't, if y'all didn't like me, you wouldn't have accepted my requests or followed me or subscribed or whatever the case is to whatever it is. I'm not looking what? to earn any stripes please by, like by way of social media. I am in no way looking to validate anything I do say or make through this. So it's hard. But the problem is, is that like, like similar to what left said, a lot of these motherfuckers was never cool. It's a lot of people I know on social media where I'd be like, yo, you were trash. How'd you get this way? And they still are trash. Hasn't changed. It just can mask the trash better because they could go buy a Gucci belt and take a picture. And motherfuckers are like, oh, Gucci belt, and hit like. And then after a thousand people do that, now they feel important and special. It's weird. It's weird as shit because I remember being in school and having like corny motherfuckers who had money. And we still treated them like corny motherfuckers. So what you wear polo every day? You corny as shit. Fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you don't got money. Your people got money. So what, nigga? Like, it's it's just different standards of what makes shit acceptable and what's dope. So we 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 go about it in a very different way now. But I am very much of the of the ilk of, you know, you earn what you are. Like you 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 uh, you know, if that's what you are, how you present, that's how we gonna treat you, regardless what you got on or what's you know. We might talk shit because we clowns, like, but. We gonna respect you for you, and it's it's no more like that. Don't happen no more. Like, I, and I think that's what part of the problem is. We but respect you, image more than we expect respect actual people, and because this, of that, people work hard and shit on the image. Think of this, uh, just like you said that you know social media is like super fast, right? And it's only it's only have gotten faster. We started out like what oh four oh five on YouTube. You could put on a ninety minute. You can find something that's long. Right. As time goes on, our media has been getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Like I like 
TikTok. Well, TikTok's a minute now. You can you can you know you can have a minute video or whatever. You can even have a thirty minute video on Instagram. But like when we peaked at um, what was it Vine? When Vine was the only seven seconds, and then it that shit was quick. And most TikToks are even quick. They are. Somebody said to me before, um, I was working at a bar when I was in college. I worked at a bar. Excuse me. And um, and she said something on, along the lines of like, she'll you so you don't find it weird that like that people don't like talk to people that don't know in here. And me personally, not really, because I don't like talking to people that I do know. So <laughs> I, I don't really I don't really want anybody to talk to me if I'm out. Thanks. You know what I mean? Um she was like, No, like when I was younger, you go to a bar if you're waiting for your friends, you had to find the sanctity of talking to your 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 bartender. The people around you. Oh, the game is on. There's like there's a camaraderie that came with that. Now the only everything you need is in your hand. So as soon as you get to the bar, and I and I'm guilty of it. I go to the well, go to the bar, go somewhere if I'm waiting for my friends or whatever. First thing I do mm-hmm. the whole time until my peoples get there. Um that we we've dehumanized being human to a sense. Where we don't really place that emphasis on the interpersonal uh, connections that, that that we could have with. How many times you like we've heard time and time and time again, like, oh, I, I met my soulmate. I dropped the newspaper, and then when I went to pick it up, he looked like I looked him right now. You know, just like we we always used to hear stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, like where'd y'all meet? Tender. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, like there's definitely definitely like a de-emphasis on personal connection. And that's yeah. kind of rooted in, in in technology in general. Yeah, it's it's the trend of what it is. I mean, go ahead, left. The last person I dated that I didn't have like an interpersonal relationship with um was off of fucking AOL back in 2001. Real shit. Why why would you date us like that, bro? You know this Yo. nigga was like six in 2001, nah, right? <laughs> Fuck y'all. I used to be wild in them chat rooms, my nigga. Don't play me. Listen, listen, listen. But I'm, I'm just saying. ASL. I'm, I'm just saying that, like, just just saying that, like, oh, to, to, to place um an emphasis on, I don't fuck with nobody I don't know. Like, and that's real shit. Like, anybody that I've, like, been in a relationship with, it, it's been on some shit like, um... I knew you. We was cool. I saw how we vibed with each other and shit. And all right, cool. We could deal with each other. But I don't that I don't like new energy. I'm that person that don't like new energy. I fuck with the people that surround me. Um, if yeah, if if we cool, we cool. Um, the last the last person that I met and dealt with that you know, turned into a relationship that was on some, okay, um, I barely knew you. I was married to for <laughs> years. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, so, like, yeah, man. Like, it, so the comfort zone so, is important. Yeah, I need to, I need to feel like I, I need, I need the friendship to be there first. Like I need as, to be as able cliche to be cool. as that sounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I need sounds. to be able to be cool with you first. Like that whole walking up, like seeing somebody on the street and hollering at a chick, and yeah, we gonna make this situation. 
that mm-mm. that's and, that's how you end up with your relationship on social media because you be able to get no it works sometimes but it's nah, it's rare to to that to that point the I, one time when i was younger i was probably like 18 19 i used to live in a whole whole house like it was me my dad my cousin nolan and my uncle Bo, and all of us were just single and men and hoeing and hoeing ho, yeah hoeing big time um and my 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 cousin said to me he, he was like yeah you know what i mean my bitches be mad because i won't kiss them in the mouth oh sure. what and he, was, he was like yeah like i don't be kissing my bitches I was like, why is he fucking people that you wouldn't kiss in the mouth, my nigga? Like, what you got going on over there? Exactly. <laughs> Yo, and if you can't kiss, mm, I'm going to stop because I know how you get when it comes to this. Yeah. I'm going to just say, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, I got to say, I man, he'll be all right. Shit ain't. I mean, yeah, like, I feel you. Like, I feel yeah. you. Like, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. But, like, I'm not giving you. Him right, him downstairs. You can't have him downstairs. Him downstairs. Him downstairs. <laughs> Who the fuck is him? Like I ain't got no name. <laughs> name. <You know? laughs> him downstairs. I, mean, I say that like three times a day. Man, listen. <laughs> that's that's funny. Uh, I, so I I am fortunate enough that my situation started before. Social media was, uh, you know, super, super big. Like, you know, Facebook was was popping, but it wasn't this other shit really uh, of, of a crazy heavy usage. So I haven't had to navigate that part. But what I do understand is that, and, and this is just based on comments that sometimes my wife gets on pictures and then I get on pictures and people say shit like, oh my God, y'all just so decent and we love y'all so much and y'all just, y'all are favorite couple and like, don't do that. Like we we don't like each other half the time. I mean, we do most of the time, but the other time we don't. Like we got real yeah, problems yeah, and issues yeah. just like anybody else. Of course, we post a picture and shit look cool, and y'all see that we ain't broke up yet because you know we we take the time to put the work in and do the things that matter outside of this. The shit that you will never ever 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 see. The things you will never ever put your eyes on the things are that the you things exactly, and the things that really make shit work are the things that are unseen. You will never ever look on a Facebook page and find the formula to a relationship. You'll never look on anybody's IG stories and find the formula to stay happy with the person you with. You got to do it, and you got to do the work, and you got to want to do the work, and you got to give a fuck about how you make the other person feel, and all these other things. And there's nobody you're gonna look to there's no relationship you're going to see and say oh we can work if we do it like them no the fuck you won't you got to do it like y'all and even if you have made another relationship work guess what whatever you did in that relationship it didn't work and you moving on to the next one don't do the same shit because this ain't the same person everybody got their own formula the sauce is different for everybody stop trying to get everybody else recipe create your own shit and that's the only way Everything else, like nothing else, is going to work. Like I don't like, and and this and this is and this is a fact right here. Like, and I don't usually post my wife comments, but this shit hard, b. Like this shit, man, hard, like man, hard, son, man, hard, son. We like, like, and 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 don't get it twisted. Like, I'm glad that people see us and go, you know, that's something I aspire to do. That means on some level we're doing some things right. Like, yeah, like, I'm cool with that part. But the flip side of that is, please don't think that we just wake up and snap a finger and the shit is what it is 
like you know thumb twiddling and all roses and flowers like it's a lot of pain on them roads bro it's a lot of shit you gotta go through to get to a point where you could be comfortable to say the shit to each other to make sure that you're happy it's a lot of pain on that road like don't think this shit just happened i've been here from the beginning of that situation right there and i know that like listen these like these motherfuckers take each other through some shit and that shit is what it is like you gotta go through some shit to get to the sugar yeah man and that's real shit but um like (laughs) this is i'm gonna just show you this is a glimpse into my life this is the shit i deal with <laughs> I'm mad about something right now, but I can't remember. We staying on till twelve thirty. I'm not going to fuck up there. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, oh man. shit! I love like, my sister. Seriously, man. man. Seriously, but no, man. Seriously though, like I like I mean that shit. That sauce different for everybody. You don't know what your formula is. You gotta you gotta work your way towards that. And for people who keep looking to other places to try and fulfill them things, all you're gonna do is keep upsetting yourself because you you're gonna be mad. Like, like dot. Like that's the end of the sentence. You're gonna be mad, dot. So you know, that's I, I don't know, man. Stop stop letting shit you see be the shit that shape you. I got a funny ass statistic for y'all that y'all might enjoy. And I and I so I was looking at some of our demographic numbers and so on and so forth. Um, shout out to everybody who is checking us out on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and all these other platforms that that we are uploading to. Thank you very much. Please continue to do that. Because we like Frank's Red Hot. We put this yeah. shit on everything. We put that shit on everything. Like, yeah, real shit, yo. Like, I really, um, I appreciate y'all, and I really do want y'all to continue to do that. But I was looking at some demographic numbers and some percentages and so on and so forth. Our audience is 85% female, bro. Like, do y'all understand that like 85% of the people who tune into us either live or by way of podcast afterwards, 85% of our total audience is women. I I don't how y'all feel about that. Tell me what y'all like. What are you? I I wasn't sure how to take this shit. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. I mean, you look at it this way. We do offer perspective into what goes on in, in the inside out of a uh, man. You know what I mean? Like, so so I feel I feel like it's, it's relatively on brand. Not to say right. that we cater towards any specific uh, audience, but we offer that experience to. I'm assuming that the women who who partake in our uh, our weekly proceedings are black women or women of color. Right, so for the most part, yes. So yeah, so there's there's definitely at least one who's not who I know watches us quite or listens to us quite frequently. Shout out to uh her. But other than that, I don't know, but I assume. Yeah. So what's going on in my brother's head? My brother's pissing me the fuck off right now. What's going on with my man? (laughs) Fuck off right now. What was going on with my dad when X, Y, and Z? Like it, 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 we a cheat code. Yeah, we the cheat code. Okay, okay. I, I I like that rationale. Left. What you think? I mean, uh, um, Ooh, I feel yep. somewhat. I'm gonna I'm let you go ahead because because Jesus just answered my question. But go ahead. No, I feel somewhat of um, you know what what, what my brother practice is talking about. Um, we we give them a perspective of what they some because one of the things that um 
I, I've learned in, in my lifetime and in, in the relationships I've been in is that men, we are poor communicators. Like a, a lot of times we don't. On the whole, I agree. Yes. On Like, you know, we we don't always articulate things. the Like women like things articulated in a certain way. Men are A, B, C. That's that. Women want a broader perspective of what it what A is, what B is. They want parentheses and you know the one, two, three within the A and within the B, within the C. When we give you the just carry A, the B, five. C. Don't forget to carry the five. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? They want you to carry that number, you dig. So um what we do here is we carry the five, as you said. <laughs> um, <laughs> we 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 elaborate like we we go more in depth into the way or, or the reasons why we think the way that we think. And I believe that women are starting to like women gravitate to this podcast because they like they it helps them get an understanding of the man that they deal with. Well, I, first off, I think it's because we're being honest. We on here talking real shit. We're not. We're not on here just like we we goofing off and we talking crazy shit. And we really are out of pocket some days. But none of us is lying. We're like really giving you shit from from the perspective that we really believe and from the heart. And I think also the content is is diverse enough where they feel like they can be engaged in our conversation. Because some of the feedback that I did get is that we sometimes lose our female audience when we get too heavy in the sports that was a f- some feedback i've gotten I'm assuming battle and, raps as well yeah yeah well no even the battle raps were a little more because when we talked about battle rap the, the heaviest battle rap conversation we had involved cassidy which was somebody people knew so i think oh, that yeah. was one of those right. things where like you know it was one of them but with uh with with, with Gigi, this right here was the first thing i thought of Oh, for sure. Women just show more love than men right. do. Like, Nick, like, ah, man, y'all motherfuckers is weird. Like, I, like, I can tell you this, right? And this is just me personally, and I don't know if y'all have had the same experience. I have friends who I've known for three decades, literally. And then I have friends who I've known for about three or four years. Who do you think I'm getting more support from in this podcast situation? For the most part, the three or four year motherfuckers, the shortlist people are showing me way more love, way more support and way more energy than the motherfuckers who I went to elementary school with. And I'm not mad at that. It is what it is. We do what we do. People support whatever they gravitate towards. It's whatever. But for the most part, the people who I've dealt with in a positive way, particularly through the school thing and through some other things are showing me a lot of love and I appreciate it. But in in general, I tend to think that ladies, even remember when Kiss said it, like the ladies will buy your album, the niggas will dub it, like like the thugs will dub it, like real shit. That's that's really what it is. It's just that with they they our, our women support us in in a very different way, and we love y'all for that. It, it is an amazing thing because y'all y'all uplift us and make sure that we get to do our thing, and and I support and and, and appreciate. Every last one of y'all, the brothers who turn tune in, we appreciate y'all too. But get some of your hating ass homies to watch us because them because the shit getting a little crazy out here. And besides, it's ladies in the chat, you weird motherfuckers. Like, come talk. 
What's up, man? They up here acting like we fucking J. Cole shooting in the gym in Africa. Like, come the fuck on, my nigga. They definitely giving us the J. Cole in Africa treatment. Yeah, we love you. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Oh, so so let me just dip back on some comments. I, I put a few in here. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. We was talking about the uh, the explanations for women. Sylvia said, you damn right. Women want a PowerPoint. I ain't got no goddamn <laughs> PowerPoint. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> Sylvia. You're not getting no PowerPoints. You're going to be mad as shit at me because I'm going to forget what I was talking about the day before. You're going to get this work in real time. Real shit. Uh, Mets, my yeah, don't forget to carry the five. Yeah, carry the motherfucking five. That might be the name of this episode. I don't know. I gotta look, I gotta listen to it in the morning and, and see what, what line sticks out to me. But, um, literally anything podcast, podcast for the people. We are sitting at the two hour mark, getting ready to wrap it up here with the, with the fellas for this week. Um, appreciate everybody once again checking in, hanging out with us a little later than usual. Uh, the numbers stay stronger longer than I thought they would. So, thank y'all. We'll make sure that um that we're on on time next week. It'll be it will be back to seven thirty as far as I know. If that changes, of course you'll know as soon as I do. Uh, final words. Uh, we'll start with you, left. I mean, I'm gonna just let you know, like it's about that time for us to wrap that shit up, B. Wrap that cap up, B. And you just up, wrap B. that cap up, B. <laughs> Oh man! See now, yeah, I I didn't do no new drops this week because I was trying to relax. But now, plus I feel like I'm tapping in the Chappelle show all the time, like so I'm trying to find other ones. But no, got got. I I think I might have to put the wrap it up box in there. Yeah. You better wrap, wrap that, that gavel up, up Pete. <laughs> yeah, like I think I'm gonna have to. Um, I think I'm gonna have yeah. to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. So yeah, my man got the wrap it up box. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, um, nah, all right. On a serious note, um, whoo, sheesh. All right, so at my job, um, when when I decided to go from cleaning buses to driving buses, um, one of the first people I met was a guy by the name of Ricky Brown. Ricky Brown was one of our union reps, and Ricky used to give me the game all day every day anytime he had the opportunity to to push some knowledge to me he he made that you know he made it clear look this is what you do this is how you go about things or whatever i I had times where i had to go see the director and he was in there with me making sure that they didn't screw me over we lost ricky this week Mm. and that is like out of all the people that i've worked with that we lost he's like tied for number one that 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 hurt um because the other one was a person that we didn't expect to lose because he was killed but my, my og ricky um he was a good dude i found out that he was real cool with my family like my aunts and my uncles grew up with him he was just a good good all-around dude like to the point where every friday um we get off our run and we meet up at the corner of 60th and Callahill and we would have what we called a union meeting. And our union meeting was Ricky would pull up his Ford Explorer on the corner, open the back up and start pouring corn liquor. Come on, let's 
we have a couple drinks. We talk about day's events and shine. Yeah, I mean, just look the week over with. Let's get this out of us. I see y'all on Monday, and that be that. And so for me, like when when I got the news that he had passed on, it hurt. But I know I got memories, and that's that. That was my guy. You know what I'm saying? So to the family of Mr. Ricky Brown, pretty Ricky, what they call him. May his light continue to shine on. We love you, Ricky. Peace and blessings. Indeed. Indeed. Salute to that man family. Bless up indeed. Um, Brotherhood. Um, I just want to say happy birthday to my dad. My dad's birthday is on Saturday. Um, Saturday will also commemorate my one year anniversary to literally my fucking magnum opus hey big head so y'all can go stream that like that's my that that literally is everything about me it's Those, it's only been a year since that show was dropped yeah yeah it's been a year and that 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 project has carried me to very i'm not gonna say heights but it, that that project has carried me to places that i never thought that i would be mentally physically spiritually and it's a funny ass project, so y'all can go check that out. But I definitely didn't want to uh put that in the air. Happy birthday to my dad, miss you, love you. Um, RIP to DMX, his his uh his album comes out in an hour and 20 minutes. Indeed. I can't wait to talk about that. It sounds uh, the, the, the joint with him and Griselda sounds very, very fresh, yeah. sounds very fresh, and to my knowledge, uh, a good bit about 90% of the album was done while he was alive, so it's not like they just Took a bunch of goofy shit and plastered it over. Yeah, like right, I, saw, right, right. I saw the interview with him talking about how many features he got, and he rattled off a bunch of the features, and basically he had rattled off the whole track list with the exception of the the Hove and Nas record. So, right. um, but yeah, um, you know what I mean? Motherfucking stay, stay, stay solid, y'all. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Rest in peace to 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 your folks, Mike. Uh, but me and you got that in, in common with our dad, so you know I'm gonna always have great energy for anything involving your dad, yo. Because I uh, I know what that I know what that's hitting for. Because you know that's just that's that's one of the things we always bonded over. Uh, one one of many, like to be honest, like you know. But uh, for me, last words this week. Ah. I, I just want y'all to stay safe, man. I, I, I really want y'all to uh, just take some solace and understanding that whatever you're going through, you get through. It's about to be nice weather, beautiful times. Hopefully, it's a peaceful summer for everybody. I'm looking very forward to mine. I hope everybody else is looking forward to theirs. Um, I, I, I want... I want to especially send, send a shout out to my moms. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it's just been a lot going on with her lately. Y'all, y'all keep keep my pretty lady in y'all prayers. Make sure you uh, shout shout out my wife for dealing with my schedule and all the shit I've been doing with, with this whole thing, and uh, and constantly giving me grace with that. My, my baby girl birthday was today. Shout out to her. Happy birthday to my fourteen year old daughter. Baby wow. Girl. Oh man, that shit's crazy, man. And uh 
Yeah, and and and, and the other thing I got to say, man, is just just live your life and, and and be good. If if for no other reason other than this, man. Why? Cause fuck them. That's why. Yeah, and uh, on that note, signing off. Literally anything podcast. Podcast. Wrap that gavel up, B. Wrap that that motherfucking gavel up, B. We'll holler at y'all next Thursday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Am I allowed to say that? No, 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 no. We're back to 7.30 next week. We're back to 7.30 next week. No, I'm talking about the normal. Yeah, the normal. Yeah, you you got to specify because people might be like, 8.30, that's the new time? No, we got to make sure we put it in there. No, if if they click the link, they should know. But either way, we'll be back back 7.30 next Thursday right here. Living Think Podcast. Podcast for the people. D-Hood left KP. We'll holler at y'all. Y'all be safe this week. Drunkyard dog, man.